The Everyday Style School podcast is brought to you by our collection of capsule guides and style masterclasses. Maybe you're struggling with creating a style that really feels like you, or maybe you're overwhelmed by your overstuffed closet, or maybe you just want an easy, done-for-you wardrobe plan. Whatever you need, we've got a solution for you. Head over to youreverydaystyle.com and use code PODCAST at checkout to take 20% off of your next purchase. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at youreverydaystyle.com. Hello, gorgeous. You're listening to the Everyday Style School podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Mary, and I've been dressing real women just like you for over 20 years. Now I'm on a mission to teach women around the world how to create easy, effortless style without confusion and overwhelm. If you're ready to create a wardrobe you love and feel confident every day so you can live the life you want, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Everyday Style School podcast and another lesson from Linda. Our last Linda was really recent, but for this one, I had to go way, way, way back into the archives because she was one of my very first clients. Linda came to me because she was going back to work after having a baby and nothing fit. You know this story by now, right? There's nothing new to say here. Let me back up a little bit though and give you some history on my in-person styling business that I started in 2012. It was called Applin Pear Wardrobe, and as you know, it was based on the idea of helping women dress their body shape. I've talked a lot in past episodes about how and why that goal evolved and changed to more of a holistic 360-degree view of everyday style, but when I started out, I wanted to share the thing that was so revolutionary to me as a person who struggled to dress herself and her challenging body. If you haven't gone all the way back to listen to the first episodes of this show, when I went to work for Chico's, their training program taught the four basic body types and how to dress each one. Friends, it is not an understatement to say that I was freed in that two-day training from so many of the body insecurities that I had and my feelings of inadequacy and frustration simply by knowing that I was an apple and how to find the right pants. I wasn't wrong or malformed. I was just an apple and the pants I was buying were never going to work for me. Find different pants, problem solved. And through my time at Chico's and the other brands that I worked for, I used that knowledge to help thousands of women get the same result. It was a really simplistic thing in my mind. Find the clothes that work for you and your natural shape and lay down that heavy burden you've been carrying for God knows how long. When I started my styling business, I wanted to help women everywhere love their bodies by understanding how to dress their shape and dress their bodies well. I think I actually had a tagline about loving your body by dressing your shape. I was all in on that idea. So now you know the history of young, naive me, but back to Linda. Because nothing pre-pregnancy fit or was appropriate to go to work in, we didn't bother with a closet edit. We were absolutely starting from scratch, which by the way, those are my favorite clients. I love, love starting with a blank canvas. But anyway, we made an appointment to go shopping and I gave myself a pat on the back for adding another client to my new business roster. Linda came to me through an acquaintance who I ran into one day and she said, oh, I hear you're working with Linda. I said, yeah. And then she said, oh, good luck. I must have looked alarmed because she said, she's really picky about her appearance. 
And honestly, I wasn't phased. I had dealt with people who were picky about their appearance and their clothes for years. So whatever. Also, don't gossip about your friends. That's not cool. Anyway, our shopping trip came. And in the first 30 minutes, I realized Linda's friend was overstating the situation like a lot. It wasn't that Linda was picky. It was that she hated everything. But it wasn't that she hated everything. It was that she hated the way she looked in everything. Now, I have this thing I pay attention to in fitting rooms, and I'm going to share it with you now. And now you're never going to get it out of your head ever again. So if you don't want to hear it, like skip forward 15 seconds, but pay attention to this because you're going to identify yourself in just one minute. When trying on clothes in a fitting room, women put the body part they like most closest to the mirror and their hands immediately start picking at and adjusting the area they like the least. So for example, when I'm in a fitting room, my legs always, I always put a leg toward the mirror and I start picking at my tummy. And I know right now you are imagining yourself in a fitting room and you're like, dang, she's right. Yes, it is almost universal. The body language never lies. Sometimes when I ask clients their favorite and least favorite body types, they'll say, oh, I don't, I don't know. And I'll ask them to think of themselves in the fitting room. What do they put closest to the mirror physically and what do they pick at? Answer solved. So back in the fitting room with Linda, when she tried something on, she would physically step away from the mirror with her whole body. She wanted to get as far back from it as she possibly could. And then her hands went everywhere. Tummy first, then hips, then adjusting the arms of the garment and playing with her bust, the whole thing. They did not stop. And the face she made was like frown, grimace, head shake, grimace, frown. She didn't need to tell me what she thought. It was really, really clear. But I would ask anyway, trying to find something, anything to build on, a way in to figure out how to help her. So when I asked, like, how do you feel in that? She'd say, I feel fat. This makes me feel huge. I look terrible in this. I hate this. I mean, there was, there was no way in, friends, none. But here's the thing. The clothes she was putting on looked objectively good on her. They fit her well. They flattered her curves. They highlighted her waist. She had a nice long neck. They highlighted that. Like, frankly, I was doing a really good job. You know what I mean? Uh, so I was trying. I was trying really, really hard. And Linda was getting super frustrated. And she said to me, working with you was supposed to help me love my body. And in that moment... I realized the fallacy of my thinking, the idea that if you just find pants that love you back, you can lay down those body hate burdens. That's simply not true for some women, and it certainly wasn't true for this Linda. I asked her what she wanted her clothes to do for her, and she said, I want to look like I used to. So we started talking, and I dug a little deeper, and Linda told me that she had gained a lot of weight through a difficult pregnancy, and she'd gone from a size 4 to a size 12. But even beyond that, at a 4, she was struggling with her body and her body image because when she got married, she was a size 0. She told me that she's happiest when she's very, very thin, her words, not mine, and that she wouldn't feel good in anything at this size. I was like, Okay, that's a little bit above my pay grade, but we got to find Linda some clothes to wear to work, right? Which is what I told her. I told her that her body challenges were what they were today and they weren't going to change today, but that she couldn't go to work naked or in pajama pants. And since she had to buy clothes, why don't we try instead to buy her clothes that she liked? 
Again, she told me she wouldn't like the way she looked in anything right now, but I told her that wasn't the point. I asked her to stop focusing on liking her body and instead start focusing on liking her wardrobe. We left the fitting room. We put everything that we had in there on that put back rack. We went back to the sales floor and this time we actually picked bolder things than what we had originally. We picked more patterns, more color, some interesting textures, and then we headed back to the fitting rooms. I'm not going to tell you that she fell in love with her body and the angel started singing and confetti flew from the ceiling because that didn't happen. But I will say she smiled a couple of times and she ended up with a few basics that she needed and also some really fun clothes that made her smile. So I'm going to put this one in my win column for sure. There are a few things though that I would like you to take away from my time with this Linda. First, clothes can only do so much. Yes, Things like putting seams in the right place and color in the best spot and choosing the perfect neckline go a long way, but they can only do so much. I often have really petite women tell me they don't want to try a style because it will make them look quote unquote short. Linda, you're five feet tall. With love and respect, you are short. It's not like anyone thought you were 5'8 until you put the flats on. You need to have realistic expectations of what your clothes can do for you. Second, Clothes can't make you love your body. What I realize now is that all those years, I thought my body was weird and I didn't understand why clothes worked for other people, but not for me, but I didn't actually hate my body. I was perplexed by it. And yes, that led to some negative feelings, but I didn't hate it. Obviously, I don't use that old tagline anymore because it simply isn't true. Knowing your body shape and what looks good on you objectively can make it easier to find clothes that you feel good in, but it can't make you love your body. Only you can do that. I've always said that my job is more about what's in the head than what's in the closet. But if you're someone who is really struggling with deep negative feelings about the way you look and your body, you owe it to yourself to dig a little deeper and maybe talk to someone so that your feeling of worthiness aren't tied to your external being. You don't have to live that way. And it makes me sad that anybody does. Third, we need to respect the right of skinny women to experience body dissatisfaction. I know a lot of you are cheering right now because you know exactly what I'm saying. I know that when I said Linda started as a zero and came to me as a 12, there are people listening who thought, well, I'd love to be a size 12. What's she complaining about? I think so often smaller women feel invalidated or shamed when they share their dissatisfaction, but that's not right. We shouldn't do that. I guarantee if you add six dress sizes to your current size, you'd have some feeling about that as well. I saw this all the time in stores. A sales associate would pop back to the fitting rooms to issue their standard. Oh, that's cute. And the woman might not really be feeling it. She wasn't feeling great in it. But the associate would say, oh, you're skinny. You can wear anything. Can we just stop that nonsense, please? Almost every woman I've worked with has some parts she likes less than others. And just because those parts are smaller than yours doesn't make those feelings any less real or valid. Finally, fourth, this is the important one, everybody. Write it down. Take a minute. Take a deep breath because here we go. When you can't love your body, you better love the heck out of your wardrobe. I've said that a million times. I'm going to say it one more time. When you can't love your body, you better love the heck out of your wardrobe. Bottom line is you can't be naked in polite society. You have to get dressed. But punishing yourself for having a body you hate by having a wardrobe you hate doesn't help the problem. 
at all. It just makes things worse. Separate your feelings about your body from your feelings about your clothes. It can be done. I promise you. This is a connection that we have created in our minds. It's not a real thing. I have a whole episode about the weight wardrobe connection, which we will link to in the show notes on our website. But when you open your closet, you should smile, not because you look like, you know, your ideal version of yourself in them, but just because you really like the clothes. Let's just start there. Linda was a whole lot more miserable in clothes she thought would cover her up and hide everything. When we put her in clothes she liked, regardless of the size, she at least smiled a little bit and stopped trying to escape the mirror. I know a lot of women are listening and thinking, oh, I can't do that. I can't buy clothes I love at this size. And I need you to ask yourself why. Do they not make them in your size? I bet they do. Do you feel like you don't deserve them? I bet I'm getting closer. Or do you plan to reward yourself with looking better when you finally look better in your head? I'm guessing, ding, 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 I found the answer. Here's the deal though, friends. Most people never achieve their ideal, perfect body, or at least not for long. So what you're saying is you're just accepting that you'll never truly love your wardrobe. That's kind of pointless. Besides, it's like I always say, clothes are a much better catalyst for reaching your goals than they are a reward. Start wearing clothes that make you smile and see what happens. I bet that you will like the results. All right, that's all I've got for you today. Next week, we've got the first part of an interview that's helping you create a style for your home that's as unique as you are. I hope you love it. Have a great week, everybody, and I'll see you next time. Hey, friend, thanks for listening to the show. Don't forget to head over to the website for any links, downloads, or resources we talked about during the episode. Go to youreverydaystyle.com slash podcast and find the episode you're looking for. While you're there, make sure you sign up for our email list. You'll get a weekly style tip as well as links to my favorite product of the week to help make style even easier. It's an email you'll actually look forward to getting, so don't miss out. We'll see you next time. And until then, stay stylish.